Today, I want to talk about how a popular productivity technique really just does not work for me. And trust me, I've tried multiple times, but also three different ways that you can look at batching to make it work for you. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Sam here, and I know your day's crazy, but I've got a quick idea to take your stress from overwhelmed to under control. So let's tackle systems from the classroom to your living room, one simple step at a time. This is the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. First of all, let's talk about what batching is. The internet has been full of people who are telling you to batch things for probably, I'd say the last three to five years. It's been really popular. And batching is simply grouping the same type of task together so that you can accomplish more of that task all at once. It keeps you from having to switch tasks, which then puts your brain in a constant mode of adjusting and getting things done differently. In fact, most of the time, you probably already are batching things, especially when it comes to school. You batch making copies. You probably batch grading, grading all of like the first page of something first and then the second page next. That is a basic form of batching. But on a much grander scale, batching can be um, a little complicated. When it comes to your personal life and how you can attack batching at home to make things organized or in any projects you have outside of school, you're looking at a lot of effort focused on the same thing over and over again. And that just really, it didn't fit me. I have tried batching so many different times. I've tried batching podcast recordings, and that clearly has never worked for me. (laughs) I've tried batching completing the same type of activity when it comes to my business and posting products on TPT. And you know what? I'm just not the kind of person who can sit and make graphics for three hours and like feel content with that. Instead, I'd rather see a project from start to finish and complete it and it it makes me so much happier. So batching has always been a struggle for me. When it comes to batching, what typically is suggested is that you take a block mostly from your block schedule. You're going to dedicate it to one type of task that you can do repeatedly to work ahead on something. So you can think of this like batch cooking, right? When you're going to make a whole bunch of stuff on one weekend to get ahead. You're pre-making all of the things. And maybe that doesn't sit well with you because one, you don't have all that time to spend in a kitchen. Or two, you'd rather have some of that food fresh and not all at once. This is the hurdle I had with batching. I know that I could sit down and write six months of emails in like a solid three-hour time period Um, But that's just not how my brain wants to work. And so while it works for some people and it can be magical, I really do find that it works best for people, one, who don't have small children, and two, are not full-time in the classroom. And I think those two things are what most of us have in common. We have either small children or things we take care of outside of school. And then we also have a full-time job that really dictates much of our schedule throughout the day. If you are working at another company, you might be able to batch the work that you complete for that company within your day, but it's just not so feasible with the way that we work at school. So instead of feeling completely defeated because batching was just kind of a struggle bus for a couple of years, I kept trying it because everyone kept telling me it was going to be the best thing ever. I've modified it and I've created three different ways that I consider batching that do make me feel more productive, that do put me ahead of the game, and that are actually manageable for me and my schedule. 
So today I want to jump into those and hopefully convince you that you can sort of batch two. Variation number one is we're going to batch based on location. So where are you and what all can you accomplish in that spot? If you are in your kitchen, we can batch all of the kitchen tasks together. You can clean up, you can declutter, you can deep clean your microwave because it probably needs it. You can organize the pantry, organize the fridge. You can take on all of the little tasks, what I've heard called the micro anxieties, the things that like you know are bugging you, but also you refuse to take the 30 seconds to just go ahead and fix like the first 20 times you walk by it. You can go ahead and batch the location micro anxieties and get all of them done in that one location. You're not stuck on a singular task, but you're able to focus on a singular space and make it what you want to make it, whether that's cleaning, whether it's actively making meals, whether it's reorganizing, whether it's checking product dates and wiping out your fridge. You can batch the location style items that are there. And it's not just around the house, because if I go into my bedroom, I could batch for a while the tasks that need to be done there, which is usually putting away laundry. I declutter my closet, I swear, like every other week. There's just always something else I find that I'm like, no, I don't really need that. I could vacuum it. I could actually decently make my bed. I'm not a make the bed person. I wish I was. Um, But there's so many little things that I could do in the bedroom. And I could focus on that space being ahead and feeling confident and comfortable with where it's at. That type of batching around the house is going to feel a lot more familiar to us. We can put ourselves in a space and know exactly all the tasks that need to get done. And you're still batching it. So it's kind of like a block schedule where there's a beginning and an end. But it becomes a little bit different when you're outside of the home. When you are at school, for instance, you might have maybe when you're at school, for instance, I talked about this, how I like to break down sometimes the type of seating that I'm in really dictates what I'm doing. So depending on my level of desk height or where I sit myself in my room, I know that I'm either grading, I'm planning, or I'm just going through and generally being creative about something that I'm about something that I'm coming up with. Well, also at school, there are times when I take my classes outside to complete a lab. There are certain things that I can batch for myself and I know and I've assigned tasks to every time I take a class outside if I have downtime, what can I accomplish? And it becomes a little bit more specific, right? When I'm outside, I don't really have internet. I probably don't want to take a lot of papers because they could blow away, but I can batch certain tasks for my downtime outside. If I'm subbing, I have certain tasks that I do when I'm subbing because the location that I'm going to be in is going to dictate what types of things I can do. So my subbing tasks include grading. I will take all of the papers with me. Anything that is left to grade, I know that I'm probably going to have a mostly quiet classroom. They're going to have online assignments. I don't micromanage their computer usage on a sub day. They are in high school. They can handle it. And I'm going to sit down and I'm going to grade. And it is kind of nice and focused because today I can tell you when I subbed on my plan period, I got through so many papers and it was just wonderful to have that direction and guidance. And it's because I assigned that location to batch grade. I'm just going to grade my little heart out. I can batch based off of location also when I'm going to kids events. So if I know that my daughter has a birthday party, 
I won't see her, but I'll I'll be in the vicinity of where she is. I can batch a bunch of different tasks and prepare things to take and work on there. It's going to help me get ahead. It's all getting done at a specific time. And it's a different form of batching. It's really assigning tasks to a place when I'm leaving my home. When I'm at my home or in my classroom, there are certain tasks that I can do in certain locations. When I'm in my classroom and I know that my lab stations are getting a little gross, I will batch all of the cleaning lab station tasks all at once. I'm just going to get it done, get it nice and shiny. When I'm at a birthday party, I know that I'm going to be listening to a podcast or an audiobook and I need to bring something that I can write. Whether it, I'm, And I need to bring something that I can write. I probably will not have internet access, so I know that I need paper and pencil and I need to give myself a task because that location is the perfect advantage to create a batch work of something. So that's variation number one, location-based. Variation number two is going to be based more on deadlines. So how can I batch things together to start working down a list of things that need to get done based off of their deadline? Within this, I might also go ahead and categorize it. For example, my lesson plans, if I have already outlined the entire unit, but I haven't created the worksheet for tomorrow, I might go ahead and create that. But I might go ahead and batch and add the things underneath it and keep working ahead that way. So I'm not just creating worksheets. That's what traditional batching would be, is just creating worksheets, using the same template, rearranging things, deleting things, adding things in, and modifying the same thing over and over again. I'm not completing the exact same task. Or at home, I've already started batching, planning my holidays. Like I am working down the list of what is the next holiday we have coming up. I've got my daughter's birthday purchased for. Next is the anniversary. Next is my mother-in-law's birthday. Next is Christmas. In my head, I am going to go ahead and start crossing off those things. They're all along the same theme. They're all holidays. They're all gifts. They're all thoughts and ideas I need to create. But I am not doing the exact same thing over and over again just to like work on it. I'm not creating that my next six months worth of emails so that I can space them out. Instead, I am crossing off the list so that my bucket and my theme of like gifts is going to be done. It's going to be knocked out. It's going to be accomplished. I'm going to feel great. And variation number three is batching by motivation, which is a very on-the-fly sort of batching. But about every two weeks, I get the urge to just like cook a bunch of meals. And I will create probably four different meals all at once. And then I freeze about 20 different items that I can take for lunches or have for dinners. That type of batching, that is one that you can't really plan ahead. But when I get the urge to cook, I'm just going to tell myself, you know what? I am going to go all the way with this. <laughs> I'm going to lean in to this and I'm going to go for it. The same thing when it comes to health. When I have the urge to go ahead and like just create a workout plan or to schedule myself for doctor's appointments, I don't stop myself when I'm done with the first one. I say, you know what? I'm going to go a little bit further. Let me go ahead and fill up my vitamin container for the entire next couple of weeks, put it somewhere that I know I can take it. I lean into the motivation and allow that to give me permission to batch some of those things ahead of time. When it comes to cleaning, especially, I will go on a tear where I just want to deep clean 
but it lasts one day. And when that motivation hits, my husband literally knows he's like, I'm not going to get in your way. I've got the kids. You just do your thing. And I will go and I will, it's always just our main living area. I will go ahead and deep clean the kitchen and the living room and the front hall. I'll start working on the hall closet and then I'll get a little overwhelmed at that point. But those two main spaces that we use in our house, I will have them sparkling. And it's just when the motivation strikes me, I'm not going to say, oh, well, you know what? I cleared off my counters. I'm going to be done. I'm going to use that motivation and push myself to do a little bit more that I know I would like to do or that needs to get done eventually, but I just do it then. And so there are sometimes when I start creating for school or I start grading and I just like fall into the zone and I could stop when I finish like that one type of worksheet or that one lab that I was grading, or I could just keep going. And it's when you keep going and you allow yourself to just like feel the groove that I feel like magic really happens. You get into that flow state and you are ready to go. And that is the type of batching that I can get behind. I can get behind knowing that when I'm in a location, I can just do all of the tasks in that one spot. I can like kind of trap myself, pretend like I have this little invisible collar fence thing going on. And I will just trap myself in a location until I either get all the little things taken care of, or I feel like it's just time to move on from that space. I can batch by location. I can batch by deadline along a theme because then you're still not switching over too many times. Or I can go ahead and I can batch based off of my motivation. While traditional batching doesn't really work for me, where I cannot do the same exact thing, but repeatedly to get like six months ahead on something, I can batch in any of these three ways and still feel like I'm getting so much accomplished and getting ahead of the game. But it's just a little bit of a twist on the traditional. If batching works for you, if you've been able to do it and maybe you can meal plan like five months out and you have your grocery list down to a science, I want you to keep doing that. I love that for you. But if you're like me and you just don't find that you have the focus or energy, attention, (laughs) anything to be able to sit down and batch the traditional method, then I wanted to give up these three variations that make me feel extra successful. And even if it's not really batching and I might be like, I don't know, kind of creating my own little definition on some of it, it does make me feel like I have kind of checked that box like, oh yeah, I batch work. I do this all the time. It's fine. I just do it my own way because that's what works for me because a system should work for you. And if batching the regular way doesn't work for you, then here are some other ways to fill that little bucket. And while I might not be the best at batch recording and editing podcast episodes in one sitting, I am pretty good at uh, batch cooking. So I'm about to go do that. If you want to join me, I am taking on this little unofficial adventure of Croctember, Croctober, Croc pot meals. (laughs) During fall, especially as soon as fall kicks off, I just love a solid crock pot meal. And I have so many different ingredients that I can throw together already in my home. So I'm going to attempt to make at least two crock pot meals a week. And I'm going to double batch them all so that every time I make one, I can freeze, you know, seven, eight servings of it to have later. 
And if you haven't bought yourself a mini crock pot, this is your sign because those plug in at school, simmer something all day, and your lunch is a perfectly warm soup, stew, whatever at the end of it. If you want to follow along, just head over to Instagram at Engineers Education, and I'll share all the things that I do. Until next time. Thanks for hanging out today. I hope that this simple step will help build big results in your classroom, home, and life. Remember to subscribe, review, and tag me on social media at Engineer Does Education so we can build a simple system together.